This podcast was brought to you by Pastor Mike Calstrip and Fellowship Church. For more information, visit thefellowship.church. Woo! I'm glad to be in church. Amen. Aren't you glad you're not shackled? Come on now. Praise God. You know, I'm telling you, glory to God, it's time for people to shout to victory and live and walk and, and uh, uh, enjoy the victory. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you are tired of being stuck? Well, you know what? Praise God. Let's start the engine. Come on. Amen. It's time. Glory to God. Amen. Did y'all bring a Bible with you this morning? It's really good because I'm not sure where I want to go just yet. I've got like three messages and a lot of stuff in between, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, today is Pentecost. Did you know that? 51 days after Jesus was resurrected from the dead, glory to God, he said that there'd be a promise that would come from heaven. Glory to God. And at 9 o'clock in the morning, everybody say 9 o'clock. Yeah, we're a little bit behind, but we're still going to make it. Depends on where you're at. Let's just move to mountain time. We'll be okay. Right? 9 o'clock in the morning, suddenly. Everybody say suddenly. I tell you what, a bunch of folk could use some suddenlies. Hallelujah. Said all this drab nonsense and junk going on. I'm telling you what, praise God. Some people could use some suddenlies in their life. You know, maybe we ought to just open up our hearts and minds to the possibility that God would come and do something suddenly within our lives. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven. Woo, did you know heaven exists? And that we're going there? Yeah, there's a highway to heaven. None can go up there but the pure at heart. How many of you know this song? How many of you are looking at me like a calf at a new gate? There's a highway to heaven walking down the king's highway. I'm not a very good singer, but I can get it done. Isn't that right, Jeff? That's good. This guy right here is my greatest cheerleader. Hallelujah. Yeah, we're all going to heaven. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Woo! And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled. Everybody say filled. They were all filled. All of them were filled. 120 of them were filled with the Holy Ghost. Everybody say, thank God for the Holy Ghost. You know what? He is our advocate. He's our strengthener. He's our comforter. He is the one who stands by us. Is that not right? I'm telling you what, he's come to put you over. Hallelujah. What do I mean by that? To have victory in life, to have the joy of the Lord is your strength. Glory to God. Amen. Stop listening to all the other voices that are in the world. There are many. Paul, the apostle Paul said, there's lots of voices in the world, none of them without signification, but a lot of them don't do much good for you. I said, they don't edify. Are you listening to me? But I tell you what, the Holy Ghost will always cause edification. Are you listening to me? Why? Because he's going to speak the truth. Amen. And he'll bless you. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. Woo! And then it broke out into the street. Huh? People said, these guys are drunk. They said, man, it's not drunk. It's 9 o'clock in the morning, although I have seen some folk that start early. But anyway, 
You know, it's, this is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel, that in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Woo, glory to God. Guess what? We're those sons and daughters. Huh? Come on. You have to understand that when Jesus died, everybody ran for the hills. Actually, they ran before that. Huh? <clears throat> they all found a hole to get in. But you know what? Jesus was raised from the dead just like he said. Yeah, the Bible says it wasn't possible that he should be holding of death. Death cannot hold you in the ground. Glory to God. Are you listening to me? And he was raised from the dead, the Bible says, by the glory of the Father. You know that glory's in us. The very presence, the very life of God is in the believer, the child of God. You know, but so often we allow so many other things to try to tamp down, to try to bury, to try to suffocate what it is that God has put on the inside of us. That's why that scripture I shared with you this morning, you know, about put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Amen. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Now, you know, a lot of folk, they think that's foolish. But I tell you what, if you want to get free and you want to stay free, then you're going to have to start praising his wonderful name because praise stills the enemy and the avenger. It shuts the devil up. You know, when he's telling you all kinds of lies telling you this and that and the other and the whatever, I tell you what, I'm telling you, if you'll start to break forth into praise and adoration, magnify God, glory to God, woo, glory to God, you'd probably get happy. Come on. Rejoice in the Lord. What is it? How often? Always. Again, I say rejoice. Glory to God. Well, he got raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. The Bible says he appeared to some. And then, you know, uh, eventually, I think it was that night, Sunday night, he, he shows up where the disciples are. And guess what? They were glad. I said they were glad. Yeah, come on now. Because here's the thing. Wow, look at this. Um, not the Peterson girls, but the Peterson girl and her sister. Let's all turn and, and, and wave. There you go. <laughs> Hallelujah. You say, well, who's she? Well, go ask her afterwards. Hallelujah. <laughs> she and Doc were in our church for many, many years, and they moved out to Colorado, and I got interrupted again. Hallelujah. Where was I? Katie, you got an idea? Yeah, the disciples were glad. Thank you. She's, she's just saying, okay, come on, move on. We don't have, come. Yeah, the disciples were glad because Jesus was there again. You know what? Jesus is right here right now with us too. Are you listening to me? He hasn't fallen. He hasn't failed. He hasn't disappeared. He's here. He's with us. He's, he's for us and he's in us. Glory be to God. Amen. Well, it had to bring comfort to him, didn't it? Huh? That Jesus was alive. He said, behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of death, hell, and the grave. That's authority, my friends. Hallelujah. 
You know, we see all of this stuff going on, you know, and we wonder where it is that God's at. Don't you worry. I said, don't you worry your little old self one little bit. He's got this. Are you listening to me? The Bible says that if God's people that are called by his name will humble themselves and pray, come on, that God will come and heal the land, and we need healing. There's so many forces that are at work right now that are set on fire of hell, absolute hell, to try to stifle the liberty and the freedom, not only in this country, but in that which we have in Christ Jesus. Well, you know, so praise God, it's time for the church to stand up. Come on and declare the rights and the privileges of the child of God. Are you listening to me? Let me read this to you. Maybe this will help you. John, on the Lord's day, the Bible says, praise God, he fell into a, a, he had a vision. Hallelujah. Swept up in the spirit. And this is what he saw. He said, I turned to see the voice that spoke to me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And the midst of the seven candlesticks, one likened to the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about with paths of a golden girdle. His head and his hairs, hairs were white, listen, they were white as wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet likened to fine brass, as if it had been burned, if it, as, yeah, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of many waters, and he had in his right hand seven stars out of his mouth, when a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first, and I am the last. Glory be to God. That is King Jesus. Come on. He is your master. He is your savior. He is your victor. He is the one who causes you to overcome. This is what John saw. You say, well, I don't see that. I don't see that. I see the grass growing really large and long because it keeps raining. Well, that might be, but I'm telling you this much about it. Jesus is coming again. And all that you see going on, don't you trouble your mind for one moment. Because I'm telling you, the king is coming. And he is going to square everything that is wrong. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. So the thing that you and I have to do is to keep our eyes on him. We do our part. We pray. We stay full of the Holy Ghost. We stay full of the Word of God. We continue to do what it is He asked us to do, to go into the world, preach the gospel to anybody that'll listen. Are you listening to me? Yeah, no doubt about it. There's a lot of things that are going on in the world that are less than godly, being orchestrated by corrupt, evil men dominated and led by the devil himself. But listen to me. The devil is a defeated foe. He knows his days are numbered, my friends. Hallelujah. And my Bible says that God will preserve those. Did you hear me? 
that he'll preserve those that fear his name. Are you listening to me? Glory to God. He said here, again, I am the first, the last. I am he that lives and was dead. And behold, I'm alive forevermore. Hallelujah. And I have the keys of hell and of death. So, I tell you what, you've got a good reason to rejoice, my friend. Now, if you're going to keep looking at everything that's going on in the world, you're going to have trouble. Huh? Huh? No, we've got to keep our eyes on him and what he said. And I guarantee you that if you'll do that, resurrection power, resurrection life. you got some dead stuff in your life? I'm telling you what, just one dose of the Holy Ghost woo, will take care of a whole lot of stuff. We're not doing what we need to be doing. Did you hear me? You know, we're looking at everything that's going on. We're talking about everything that's going on, but we're not doing what we need to be doing. We you say, well, what is that? Just what I got done telling you. Keeping our eyes, our gaze upon Him. Rejoicing in the Lord. Keeping Him foremost within our thinking and judging everything in the light of what He said instead of what the world's saying. Come on. You say, well, you know, I ain't got time for that. Well, then live the way you're living. You know, have it your way. Mickey D's would love for you to come over and buy a sandwich while you talk about your woes. Are you listening to me? No, I'm telling you what, there is a methodology to the child of God, to the believer's behavior in these last days. And I tell you what, you got to do this. You say, well, you know, that's just a pipe dream. You know, you just can't always start, you know, you know ignore everything that's going on. Well, <clears throat> why not? Some things you can are you listening to me? The other things we can take before the Lord of hosts, praise God, and he can do something about it. How many are you glad you came to church today? Yeah. Glory to God, I'm telling you what. It's a new day. Come on, it's a new day. And it's time for the church to rise up. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. The stuff that we've been being told is full of lies. Did you hear me? I mean, the goalpost moves all the time. And I'll tell you exactly what it's designed for, and that is to control you. And I don't care what anybody says, you know, and wants to argue about it. They got all this thing going on now, you know, where they, uh, um, all this shaming business. You know, if you don't agree with them, then they shame you. I'm telling you, it's from hell. Church, stand up. Stand up. Don't listen to that nonsense. Stand up. They want to put you in a box. And you are the life link to their lives. Woo. You say, well, you know, the pastor's kind of stirred up this morning. Well, maybe. I want my life back. Are you listening to me? And so do you. Well, now, you know, you got to come on. Well, I ain't taking it back. All of you in TV land, glory. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Let me read you another verse of scripture. Did I ever tell you to open your Bible someplace? 
Well, here, let's do that because it wouldn't be right for you to come to church and not look at your Bible. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Woo, glory to God. Come on now. Just put you in remembrance of some things that uh, the Bible says. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse uh, 50. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither does corruption inherit corruption, or I'm sorry, corruption incorruption. Behold, I show unto you a mystery. Aren't you glad? Huh? Jesus showed us mysteries, didn't he? He spoke by these parables, you know, unto you it's given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. The apostle Paul is saying here, behold, I show unto you a mystery. Glory to God. Yes. We shall not all sleep as in a physical death, but we shall all be changed. Everybody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, we're going to be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall put on uh, incorruption, this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Woo! Death! is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law. But thanks. Everybody say thanks. Yeah, thanks be unto God who gives us. Come on now. Thanks be to who? God. Who gives who? Us. The what? Victory. How? Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So he then commends us then and says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. Everybody say always abounding. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. For as much as you know that your labor is never going to be in vain in the Lord. I tell you, if I was in this world and I didn't know Jesus, I would be nervous. But I'm telling you, it is an opportunity for the church. I mean, man, we're standing right on the threshold of the greatest revival that this world has ever known. I mean, I'm telling you, there are people that are getting shook about what's going on, and they're going to be open to listening. Why? Because their arrogance and their pride has went out the window, and they're scared. And they ought to be. But I'm telling you what, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you can be that person that brings calm to their storm. You are the one who can speak the truth. You don't have to be a theologian. You don't have to be a minister. All you got to do is have a testimony and be a child of God. Tell them what you know. And let God do the rest. Are you listening to me? Well, on the day of Pentecost, something happened. Remember back there? Yeah. Something happened. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And all of a sudden, the guys that are, you know, running for the hills and have stuffed themselves in the hole, they are out on the street. Peter stood up, being filled with the Holy Ghost, and said, these men, he said, men and brethren, these these people aren't drunk as you suppose. It's only the third hour of the day. But again, this is that that God spoke, that he was going to pour out his spirit. And he spoke the word of God with boldness. Everybody say boldness. I'm telling you, God wants you to be bold in your testimony. Amen. You don't have to apologize for being a child of God. 
You don't have to be a, a, apologize for having peace. You don't have to apologize for having joy. Why? Because we know the end of the book. Read the end of the book. We win. Amen. And we need to start acting like it. I said we need to start acting. See, the thing is, you guys, listen to me. You have to counter. I, I know sometimes it's not easy. I know you don't feel like it all the time. or where the, But I tell you what, you have got to counter this nonsense that's coming on uh, this world with your voice, with your, the declaration of your mouth and the things that you have to do it. You have to do it. Let everything that has breath, what? Praise the Lord. Because praise stills the enemy in the adventure. You know, when the devil comes and starts trying to offload all this stuff on you, I'm telling you what, you just got to back up and say, pardon me, I need a praise break. Hallelujah. And begin to worship God and thank Him for all that He has done. Begin to declare who He is. Glory to God. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, and He's my Lord. Hallelujah. Rejoice in your Lord when those times come. Glory to God. It'll change you. I said, it'll change you. I said, it'll change you. You get into the presence of God and everything changes. It's just like this morning. You know, you come to church, you know, and we're all gathered, and church family and things like that. And, you know, so the pastor stands up and says, listen, it ain't going to be business as usual. Why? Because praise God, this is a place of victory. This is a place of joy. This is a place of love. This is a place, praise God, where Jesus is proclaimed and he is the one who's being magnified. We're not going to a funeral. We're going to a resurrection. Huh? Therefore, be ye steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Well, you know, I just don't seem to have the victory like you do. You can get it. I said, you can get it. I said, you can get it. Hallelujah. Hey, you know, this is a strange thing. I'm on my way to the church, and I get this notification about how much I've been on my phone. I had to repent driving down Highway 6. I'm thinking to myself, if I took this time, girl... And I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway, if I took this much time spending in the Bible, I'd be a spiritual juggernaut. <laughs> but oh, yeah. For what? Am I in the right house? I know you're all as guilty as I am. You probably got the notification yours is bigger than mine. Yeah, there are some things we can do differently. Come on. Isn't Jesus wonderful? I tell you what, he is our hope, you guys. He is the one that we look to. Hallelujah. We were singing this morning, you know, and Christ, my victory, I tell you what, it just poured over me. How that he is my victor. Hallelujah. He is the one that provides victory for me. Glory to God. Not the world, not the government. Not anybody. Hallelujah. Jesus, the King, the Master. And how much time do I have? Am I supposed to quit yet? No. <laughs> Hallelujah, I like her. <clears throat> Praise God. We're living in the last days, you guys. If you don't believe that, well then, 
your head is stuck in the sand. Come on, man. So many things going on. What did Jesus say? He said, all these things must come to pass, but see that you be not troubled. There has to be a way for us to be able to accomplish that or do that, or he wouldn't ask us to do it. Isn't that right? You say, well, I just don't know how. I mean, you know, I'm just all knotted up, you know, and I don't know. Well, whatever it is that you're doing ain't working. I'm bright, aren't I? But you know, there's another way. I said, there's another way. I said, there's another way. Look with me. Go, go to uh, Ephesians chapter. Uh, um, let's take some, let's get some instruction here. Ephesians chapter, uh, uh, yeah, five. Ephesians chapter 5. <clears throat> Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians chapter 5. Hallelujah. Notice what it says here in verse 15. Well, let's see. Oh, there's so many things we could read here, but... Uh, Let's start with 14, that'll be all right. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk, uh, King James says, circumspectly uh, or accurately, carefully, you could, you could maybe say. See then that you walk carefully, hallelujah, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk <laughs> with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. I was in Casey's the other day buying a donut. I know, I don't need a donut, but I got one anyway. And if you must know, I got myself one of those little bottles of chocolate milk to go along with it. And it was really awesome. So, I, you know, I'm not apologizing for it. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. It was glorious. Amen. Well, I could describe it further, but then you just get hungry. But I'm in there, you know, and, and uh, you know, whenever you go into the store, I mean, a lot of times these, these convenience stores, they just pack everything they can in there because they just want you to see stuff and buy it. And so I'm standing there at the counter, and I notice that, and, and this was new, but I noticed that they had uh, an end cap right by the, the counter and it was filled with uh, some kind of vodka and, and, I don't know, some other kind of probably whiskey of some nature. Big old bottles, fifths, you know. And then there's beer down here and everything like that, you know. And uh, I bet they are selling the daylights out of this stuff. Huh? But that verse of Scripture right there said don't be, you know, the thing of it is when it says don't be drunk wearing a success, why is it that people do it to get away, man? It's an escape. Are you listening to me? And then it destroys their life and their bank account and everything else. He said, don't be drunk with wine, we're in success, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. How do we do that, Pastor? By speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and singing and making melody in your heart to the bank. Oh, no? No, to the Lord. Huh? Making melody in your heart to the Lord. Isn't that what it says? Glory to God. Giving thanks always 
for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves to one another in the fear of God. Hallelujah. Isn't that good? Glory be to God. I'm telling you, it's good. I said it's good. You know, people today, they're angry. Hear it all the time. I mean, you see it. They're downtown Omaha last night throwing stuff around. They, they take something that was an atrocity and use it as a license to behave badly. And that's what's happening. And then they, they haul these people in there and they fly them in there so that they can create more chaos. Yeah. They want chaos. That's why the church needs to pray. Because the only way you get it stopped is through the power of God. Are you listening to me? You know, I don't care how it happens. I mean, they can turn on themselves and destroy one another. We just need for it to stop. Lighting fires all over this nation. Doing anything and everything that they can to keep any kind of an economy from bringing itself back up and getting going. You guys, you got to open up your eyes. This stuff is set on fire of hell. And that's why the church needs to pray. Are you listening to me? So when you think about it, get down on your knees and you pray for this country and you pray for our leaders and you pray for the, for the administration. I mean, they are the firewall between us and all of hell breaking loose. Are you listening to me? Talk to your senators. Call them. You know, write them a letter. Tell Joni, tell, you know, Grassley, all the rest of them, praise God to get on board and help this thing out. Call, what's that guy's, the representative in Council Bluffs? Dawson and Shipley and all the rest of them. I'm telling you, you better get involved. Am I in the right house? You say, well, I don't much go for that whole kind of thing. Well, you might want to rethink that a little bit because your voice matters. And if you don't, if you don't fill the void, something else will. And it is not what you want. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. This primary's coming up. I hope you guys have got yourself together and you're voting. You know, say, well, I don't know who's doing what. Find out. Find out. Be engaged. This country needs you. Needs your voice. Needs your involvement. Are you with me? Okay, that's enough. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. You know, well, pastor got on a rant today. Well, maybe. You know, when somebody's asleep, sometimes you got to kick them a few times <laughs> to get them to wake up. Are you listening to me? I have dug myself a big hole here. Hallelujah. I got to get out of it. Praise God. Well... So what can we do? Well, we can do what the Bible says. Let's be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen? Don't let your flesh dominate you. Go to Galatians. I got six more minutes. Hallelujah. Amen? Look at this in Galatians, and you're familiar with this, but this, I mean, this ought to give us a clue. I was talking to you about the angriness of people and the fear of people. Fear is not from God. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Isn't that what the Bible says? And yet you got angry people and they're lashing out and they're talking. I'm talking about Christians, man. They're getting, they're getting, uh, uh, they need a dip. <laughs> and I'm not talking about that stuff you buy behind the counter in Casey's, okay? <laughs> Notice this. It says, uh, verse 13, Galatians 5, 13, brethren, 
You've been called to liberty. Hallelujah. Freedom. Only don't use your liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but rather by love serve one another. For all of the law is fulfilled in this one word, even this, that thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, take heed that you be not consumed one of another. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you'll not fulfill the lust or the desires of the flesh. The flesh lusts against the Spirit, Spirit against the flesh, are contrary to one another. You can't do the things that you would. But if you be led, everybody say, I'm led. If you be led by the Spirit or of the Spirit, you're not under it, under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are obvious, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness. You know, we get down in there where it talks about emulation, strife, wrath, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, reveling. Dude, that's all we seen on television last night is right here. We're reading it. And such like, which I tell you before, as I've told you in time past, that the people that practice these things are not going to inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faithfulness, meekness, temperance, or self-control, and against such there is no law. So if they that are Christ have crucified the flesh, which we have, and the affections and its lust, if we live by uh, or are born of the Spirit of God, then let's walk in the Spirit. It's not be desirous of vainglory and provoking one another and um, envying one another. Hallelujah. Now, the reason that I say that is because we're inundated by all this kind of behavior. It's on television. You see it everywhere. It's everywhere. And so nobody wants to be ornery if you're a child of God and you got any sense, right? Doug, do you want to be ornery? No. He paused for a little bit. Might want to pray. Hallelujah. No, I mean, if you're a child of God, you don't want to be ornery. But the thing about it is, is that the influence, the influence, it says, wherefore, seeing that we also are compassed about with such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that is so prevalent around us. Are you getting this? Hebrews chapter 12. And let us run with patience or endurance the race that is set before us. How? Looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, you know, despised the cross and the shame and is now seated, thank God, at the right hand of the Father. For consider him that endured such a contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you want to be weary and want to faint in your mind and start being ornery. Okay. No, there's a better way. The love way. Hallelujah. The child of God's way. To forgive. To give. You know, to love. To believe the best. Are you with me? That's the winner's way, baby. And I tell you what, I'm going to win. How many of you are going to win? Amen. You know, don't fall into the devil's trap. Say, want to fight? Bless God, you got to fight. You lose. You might win, but you lose. You know what I'm saying? The weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal. But they are mighty through God to pull down strongholds. Casting down imaginations or reasonings that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Well, I just can't stop thinking about it. Praise his name for a while. You'll stop. Why? Because the devil will leave. Huh? You're not going to stay in the company of somebody that's praising God? Are you kidding me? Hallelujah. 
It's great. You know, if you really want to, you know, goad him, if you really want to, you know, do something to really, you know, tick him off, praise God. He'll leave. He won't stay. It's awesome. Woo! Glory to God. Aren't you glad you're a winner today? We, you know, they used to sing this song uh, over in Children's Church. You can be a winner. You can be a winner. You can be a winner with God. And that's not the right tune, but I got it anyway. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can be a winner with God. People that don't know God are losers. Are you with me? Win, lose. You know, Kate McVeigh, she went into a prison one time, all men. Here's this little gal. She goes in there, and I don't know, there's three or four hundred of these guys showed up. She starts preaching, and the Spirit of God came on her. And I don't know how she got here, but finally she got to this place. She said, listen, I want to tell you something. God is smart, and you are dumb. <laughs> now, there's a message for you. But you know what? Those guys came to the altar and gave their hearts to Jesus right and left over that message. You know, the whole world, I mean, you know, you have the elite, the sophisticated people, they think they're so smart, they are foolish. They are so foolish. They think they've got this thing all figured out and the way things ought to be. They don't know squat doodly. Are you listening to me? Read it in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Okay, I'm going over. Are you, are you ready? Look at Romans. I'm going to close, I promise, at some point. Romans chapter 1. Hallelujah. Verse 17, therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by what? Faith. Shall live by what? Faith. What's that mean? What's it mean to live by faith? Does it mean that, you know, when you say, well, I live by faith because I'm a Methodist? You know, I live by faith because I'm Presbyterian or whatever? I'm not talking about a, 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 a denominational preference. I'm talking about a way of life. Live by faith. Live by what God has said and believe Him and do it. Huh? They just shall live by faith. For it says here in 18, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Now notice, listen to this. Because that which may be known of God is manifested in them, God showed it to them. The, the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. You, I mean, you get up in the morning, dude, and if you can't see God, you're blind. I mean, nature itself declares the glory of God. My wife and I were talking about all these birds, you know, they got their own little chirps, you know, and everybody's got their own little signals and does whatever, and they're all, you know, the, the detail and the color and the everything about it. Man, I'm telling you, only God can do that. Well, anyway, it goes on here and says, the invisible things from him, from the creation of the world, are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal Godhead and power. And so they're without excuse. Now, listen. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful. Listen, but they became vain in their imaginations or their reasonings. Their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. They changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, birds and four-footed beasts, and so on and so forth. So God gave them up to uncleanness, and I don't need to go on and all the rest. But they lost their minds. And the reason they did is because they took God out of the equation. You know, the devil's been trying to take God out of our, our, our society forever. Started in the schools, 
goes after the kids, you know, and then pretty soon, here we go, and we're, we're messing with all this stuff. Well, thank God we're smarter than that. Come on. We're smarter than that, and we're not going to be letting the devil do anything because he's under our feet. Amen? Hallelujah. Aren't you glad for victory today? Amen. I mean, maybe you're fighting a big battle right now. I'm telling you, Christ has given you the victory. Hallelujah. Shout with a voice of triumph, my friend. Glory to God. Amen. Maybe you're weary in your standing, weary in your well-doing, weary in whatever it is that you're having to deal with. I'm telling you now more than ever. Woo! Come on. Stand up and rejoice in the Lord your God. Let Him give you the victory by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. He'll give it to you. He'll give it to you. You know, when you're in that place and God sees you turn to him and you say, God, I trust you and I believe your word. I tell you what, it moves all of heaven. Hallelujah. To show up on your doorstep and show themselves big. Everybody say big in your behalf. So I tell you, my friends, we got the answer. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Why don't you stand with me? I need to quit. Woo! Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Everybody say it together. Greater is he. Greater is he. Ah, I don't like that. Come on. Greater is he. Greater is he. That is in me. Than he that's in this world. Thank you, Lord, for victory in my life, in every area, because you promised it. Thank you, Lord, for your wisdom on the steps I should take the way I should go, the things I should say, and what I should do. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of praising your holy name. And Father, I thank you for your blessing. Hallelujah. Let's just lift our voices to him for a moment. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. We rejoice in you today. Woo! Glory to God. We're so grateful, Father, for your mercy, your goodness, your grace. And Father, I pray for everyone here within the sound of my voice. Father, God, may they be encouraged in their lives. God, may hope rise within their hearts. Glory to God. Yes, Father, put a spring in their step. And let them rejoice in your goodness and mercy. Father, we pray for our president, and those of his administration, those that are in authority. And Father God, we lift them up before you, those that embrace and adhere to righteousness. God, strengthen them by your spirit in their inner man. Help them, Father, to be strong in you and have your mind and your wisdom. We come against this evil that is in our nation. And Father God, I thank you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth for injecting yourself into these matters, Father, causing confusion in the enemy's camp. And Father God, causing this thing to be desist in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Father, show them how to get ahead of it. And I just thank you, Father, for your blessing in their lives. Father, as we stand before you today, we thank you for our church. We thank you for all of those that, Father, call it their home. And, Father, we're so grateful today that your blessing exists, Father, within our lives because of Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, for your blessing in this house. Thank you, Father God, for causing all that you have ordained to come to pass, to bring it to pass, Father. We thank you for your. 
Thank you for nourishing, nourishing every man, woman, child, young person. Yes, Father God. Our teenagers, we lift them up before you, Father God. Mm, thank you, Father. Help them not to lose heart and want to quit or give up, Father. But may they be impassioned by your presence. Thank you for the hope, Father, that you infuse within their lives. And God, we just thank you for your blessing in this house today. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Praise God. You may be seated. We're going to receive our morning offering.